I'm your health coach, Melissa Lee. Here at Thriving with Nourishment Health, I provide women with the resources to reclaim fertility and celebrate periods through the lens of functional medicine. It is time to empower ourselves with natural solutions over band-aid medicines. We will get to the root cause of symptoms to see the bigger picture. Let us find the ability to heal ourselves, get back to Mother Nature, and live in a healthier world. Hi everyone, we are live. So today is the first, very, very first session, live session of Lifestyle Tuesdays. And, you know, before I get started on today's topic, which is about eating rainbow for our health, I just want to explain what Lifestyle Tuesday is. Lifestyle Tuesdays are really short sessions where I come into the Facebook group to talk about various topics that you can incorporate right away into your health and into your life so that you know, you're not bombarded by all this scientific research and all the um, articles and readings you have to do because God knows you have already have like a long to-do list and you don't need to spend so much time um, you know, doing all the other research. So I am here to bring to you the latest research, um, the latest goodies that you can straight away you know, put into your life and so that you can move towards optimal health. And so for those of you who are listening to this on the podcast, I really encourage you to join the Facebook group. It's called Natural Ways to Balance Hormones with Nourishment. And if you are in the group, you are welcome to join this session live and ask any questions you want and also interact with other members of the group. Um, and so for today, um, we're going to be talking about eating the rainbow for a healthier plate. And I'm guessing you would have heard of this concept before, eating the rainbow, eating the colors, and why is this so? So I'm going to be referencing some of the work from Dr. Deanna Minnick, and she is a PhD um, doctor, and she talks a lot about you know using colors in life, and she lives by colors, and she uses colors in her food because she believes that the colors have different vibrations and different frequencies that can help us, um, you know, get the full spectrum of energies and benefits that help our gut thrive and so our health will thrive as well. And before you leave, before you think, oh my god, this is like kind of woo-woo because she's talking about vibrations and frequencies, no, I'm going to be breaking down to you um, what each color of, you know, in foods represent and how they can actually optimize your health. And I'll be going through some examples of what kind of foods are important for which system in your body. So let's get started. So usually when you know when we talk about um, eating the rainbow for our you know our body, we're also thinking about our gut. So our gut has a lot of microbiome in there, a lot of microorganisms. And these bacteria they really thrive on different kinds of foods. So the more diverse um, variety of foods you have the more food that they're able to eat you know so you know just like us we don't want to eat the same kind of things every single day so that's our bacteria they don't want to eat the same kind of things every single day and so the more diversity you give them and then the more nutrients and minerals you give them the more the body has to work with um, it's able to work with and is able to um, not only boost cellular metabolism but also help your body to thrive 
And so um, Dr. Diana talks about, you know, the different colors. So she talks about red, orange, yellow, green, aquamarine, blue and purple and white. And so let's start off with red for the most part. So red um, is usually linked to your immune system. And red foods, you know, they contain like um, antioxidants and antioxidants help to reduce the risk of oxidative stress in our body. So it helps to fight the free radicals that occur on a daily basis. You know, when we live, when we breathe, when we um, actually like digest and have bowel movements and all these things, all of these processes, even though they're like biological and normal, they actually produce radicals that over time, if they don't get, you know, broken down or they don't get swept away, um, they will build up and cause more inflammation to our body. So we really want to incorporate foods that can help our immune system to fight back and to remain tolerant and uh, vigilant. And so some of the red color food, fruits, foods that support your immune health include cranberries. Cranberries are great um, because they reduce the risk of oxidative stress. And some, um, and you might know for those of you who have urinary tract infections, um, they have even shown benefits to help with that. Cranberries have a maximum amount of nutrients and they taste amazing when they're eaten fresh. So you want to really take advantage of the tartness of their flavor profile. Um, and you can use them, you know, instead of vinegar or instead of sal uh, lemons um, in your salads or in your dressings. The next um, food that is red, you might think of it straight away, is apples. And you might think, okay, apples are kind of like, you know, the standard fruit. Everyone knows that an apple a day keeps the doctor away. But, um, you know, what is the really, what is the full nutrient content in apples? So apples, you know, I've recently discovered they don't only contain vitamin C, they don't only contain, um, you know, polyphenols, but they contain a whole spectrum of phytonutrients that we have. It's like a, such a long list and we don't even, you know, really pay attention to. And so, you know, eating apples with the skin on can help to provide the fiber because nutrients are found in both the skin and flesh of the fruit, which may provide cardiovascular and anti-cancer benefits. Red apples contain anthocyanins, um, which are really important antioxidants, which help to reduce the amount of oxidative stress in your body. And you want to really select apples that are firm and rich in color. And I will also go for organic apples because apples are one of the um, common foods that have the most amount of pesticides sprayed on them. And so you really want to choose organic apples whenever possible. I also want to let you know that, you know, if you see some apples in the supermarket, they're like really waxy and they look really shiny and really glossy. And most of the time, those apples, um, you know, they have like artificial wax put on them and you really don't want to be touching those. So look for the organic apples and the ones that are um, looking more natural in color. They don't look overly glossy or, you know, kind of like overly painted in some kind of wax. Um, and you can expect this resilient fruit to stay fresh in your refrigerator for several weeks. Um, if it's cold outside, I actually leave it on, you know, in the room temperature, so it's totally fine. Um, and other red colored fruits include blood orange, watermelon, raspberries, strawberries, red plums, uh, red cherries, pomegranate, and those I hope that you would, you know, incorporate more into your diet as well.
So if we're talking about vegetables now, so red vegetables, you know, would include like tomatoes, tomato-based products, beets. Um, these are really great. So beets contain phytonutrients called betalanes, which gives beets their red color. And they have been studied for their antioxidant properties, you know, really helps with detoxification purposes. Um, and if you have had beets before, you would know that their, your bowel movements start to become pink. And don't worry about that, that's just a side effect of eating, uh, incorporating beets into your diet. Um, beet was really great to help with um, detoxification purposes. And you really want to be buying beets that are small or medium in size, uh, you know, those which have a deep red color and have smooth skin. Um, and the concentrations of these beets are actually depleted by heat. So, you know, just cook them lightly. You know, you can steam them for about 15 minutes. Um, sometimes I like to eat them raw too, and you can even marinate them in like vinegar and then add them to salads and stuff. Um, the next one is tomatoes. And I guess a lot of people will be thinking, okay, tomatoes and pasta. So tomatoes, are what, you know, it will also include like cherry tomatoes, sun-dried tomatoes, vine-ripened tomatoes. And they contain antioxidants such as beta-carotene. They also contain um, lycopene, which is a red pigmented carotenoid. And, you know, this can help to reduce the risk of certain cancers. The antioxidant nutrients found in tomatoes may also help with um, cardiovascular uh, symptoms. And if you want to think about other red vegetables, you can think about uh, red cabbage, red bell peppers, jalapeno peppers, red onions, radishes, uh, red potatoes. And suddenly, you know, everything is, you know, coming out, right? If you start to think about, okay, what is actually red? If you go into the supermarket, identify what is red. Um, though these fruit and vegetables can really help with your immune system. So we move on right now to orange and orange I think is really important for us women especially because it has a profound effect on our reproductive health and our ovaries. And I know a lot of you, especially in the Facebook group or listening to the podcast, you, you know, you listen to this information because you have either PCOS or you have thyroid issues or you have some kind of hormonal imbalance um, that relates to like PMS and irregularity in periods. Um, and you really just want to, you know, be fertile too. So picking plant-based orange foods provide a source of beta carotene and other carotenoids which have potent antioxidant activity. And so we talked about antioxidants already so much. Uh, again, they can neutralize free radicals because before they can cause damage to your tissues, including your reproductive tissues um, and in your reproductive system. So we're thinking about ovaries here, we're thinking about the uterus, you know. Um, and so let's talk about what are some orange colored fruit. So right away, obviously, we were thinking about oranges because they're also known for their vitamin C content. And vitamin C is really, really important to produce our endogenous um, antioxidant, glutathione in the body. Um, so you can choose uh, oranges. I think other fruits which are really high in orange color is also cantaloupe. And usually, you know, people, we don't really eat this. Um, I'm also thinking that this is a fruit that's usually in summer. So really look for that. Um, for those of you in Asia or in Britain, this would be also known as honeydew. So look for that during the summer. 
Um, other fruits would include apricots, mandarins. I love mandarins because they're so easy to eat. You can also think about um, nectarines, papaya, peaches, passion fruit, persimmons. Um, all of these can help to nourish your system, your flow, um, and also helps to support a healthy reproductive system. So um, the next one where we're thinking about vegetables, orange vegetables, we'll be thinking about orange bell peppers, for example. Um, bell peppers, note that they're also members of the nightshade family. So if you have a food sensitivity to nightshades like tomatoes and eggplants, uh, be careful of that. Um, otherwise, you can also opt for orange bell peppers alongside with orange potatoes or orange jalapenos. Um, other vegetables include um, sweet potato, and I love sweet potato because they're really high in vitamin A, but also a very, very rich source of beta carotene. And sweet potatoes, you know, they're actually a different food family than yams or the common like russet potatoes. Um, and they're actually really, really different, but definitely include them into your diet as well as, you know, the carrots and pumpkins as well and also I'm thinking butternut squash like these are really really good foods if you have some kind of reproductive issue if you have issues with fertility for example and you need some kind of hormone imbalance so moving on uh, we're gonna be covering yellow foods now so yellow foods um, they are essential for your digestive health and so you know Digestive health is really important because we want to be able to properly digest our food so that we're able to absorb the nutrients and nutrients from the food, you know, provide our body with the energy that it needs to like walk and move and think and basically every single process and everything that we do on a daily basis. So um, yellow foods, think about it. Um, it helps, you know, your digestive fire to burn brightly and actually supports the act of the digestion. So fruits that are yellow, think about it, um, they would include like bananas containing soluble fiber, uh, bananas also contain pectins and fructooligosaccharides. Um, and actually they, these are just, you know, um, it helps with uh, prebiotic, which is um, a form of food for your bacteria to feed on. So they're actually really helpful for your digestive system because it helps your microbiome to have the proper food. Another yellow fruit that I like is pineapple and pineapple is great for especially people who also have you know problems with joint pain or arthritis. Uh, pineapples can help with anti-inflammatory benefits in that regard. It contains bromelain which is a substance that helps to break down proteins so therefore it can help in digestion. Um, note that you know pineapples are also really good for sperm health um, but however in Chinese medicine if you eat pineapples right before your period they can actually worsen cramps so just take note of that. Some vegetables that can you know help with your digestive fire and help with digestion are garbanzo beans, which are chickpeas, and chickpeas are really high 
um, in dietary fiber, they're high in vitamins A, C, and E, folate, potassium, potassium, magnesium, and even iron. And so if you're feeling like pretty tired, if you are vegetarian or vegan, and if you had a heavy period, for example, um, eating chickpeas can really help to boost your iron. You can you know, even make them in the form of hummus, which is really great as a dip. Um, eating chickpeas may also improve your overall bowel movements by increasing stool frequency and help to soften the stool consistency. Um, you know, just make sure that if you get the dry uh, chickpeas, they should be whole and not cracked. And you know, you can just boil them so that and peel the skins off to make a smoother hummus. Um, and also boil them before you cook them so that it's easier to digest. Um, another vegetable that is um, yellow in color, which is great as a source of dietary fiber, is yellow summer squash. Um, you know, and summer squash, they are <clears throat> they are part of a large family of plants known as the gourd family, along with winter squashes and melons. Um, and they can really help with digestive system because you know it's really high in dietary fiber. Um, other vegetables can also be ginger and corn, lentils, yellow bell peppers, yellow gold potatoes, Yukon gold potatoes, um, and yellow string beans. And if you think about it, you know even whole grains. Some of the whole grains have really good nutrients, and they're also yellow in color. For example, like quinoa, um, millet, um, amaranth, and these are you know, sources of gluten-free grains. So even if you're gluten-free, you can incorporate these grains into your diet to help with digestion. Whew, there's three more colors to go. So the next one is aquamarine. And aquamarine, um, you know, you might be wondering, what is that? And aquamarine, it actually helps with your thyroid gland. So the thyroid is a gland that sits at the base of your neck, and it's kind of like a butterfly gland. And it helps with you know boosting energy production within all your cells in the body. So it's very very important for your body to be able to carry out different uh, processes. And I know that some of you here have hypothyroidism. You might have hyperthyroidism, you know, which can impact your sleep, your digestion, your mental health, um, your ability to lose weight or gain weight. And so when we're thinking about thyroid, we really want to be thinking also not only about selenium and zinc intake, but you want to look at um, aquamarine vegetables. So here, we know we're thinking about seaweed, right? So seaweed that is that can provide nourishment for the thyroid gland because they are rich in minerals like iodine. And iodine is necessary for your thyroid gland to function properly and help with the regulation of metabolism. So I love sea vegetables like seaweed, um, edible algae, um, you can even find uh, iodine in like uh, sea salt for example and most of the sea vegetables you would be thinking about is like dulse and kelp um, and also nori which is famous for its role in making sushi rolls so I like using um, wakame as a form of sea vegetable when I'm making miso soup um, which is amazing because it really, they're all Japanese, right? And they um, really helps to benefit your thyroid by providing the iodine. Um, and so when you select sea vegetables, I know this is not really common, especially in the States, but, you know, try to select sea vegetables that are sold in tightly sealed packages. 
um, and they're sold in a variety of forms, right? You can have flakes, you can have sheets, you can have powders. Um, many of them, you know, when you buy them raw, they actually need to be soaked for about five to ten minutes before adding them to your meal. If not, they're really fibrous. Um, for example, when I eat wakame, I just take them out of the packet, sprinkle it into my soup when it's kind of done, and let the heat soften them up right before I drink it. It's so, so good and so delicious. So the next one we're going on uh, to is blue and purple foods. And this is a really, really good food for brain health. So right away, I think you're thinking about berries, right? And so um, I just want to point out that blue purple pigments that are found in foods, they are actually anthocyanins and they are antioxidant flavonoids and they can actually cross the blood brain barrier to exert their benefits on brain cells. And this is why blue and purple foods are really amazing for brain health. So when you're thinking about brain fog, for example, if you have anxiety, depression, if you have insomnia, if you have uh, memory loss, poor concentration, poor focus, you really want to be a uh, poor balance too. You really want to be thinking about adding these blue and purple foods into your diet. So anthocyanins are members of the phytochemical family, which help to improve vascular function, blood flow, and helps with cognitive function. And you know, it can help to maintain thinking and memory by reducing inflammation and inhibits DNA damage in the brain. So if you, you know, even if you are thinking about your parents who are aging or if you yourself are feeling some kind of cognitive decline, let's talk about which kinds of fruit and vegetables to incorporate into your diet daily. So for fruits, we're thinking about blueberries, you know, right off the bat. I'm also thinking about other kinds of berries, uh, purple mulberries, for example, and adding blueberries to your diet may help to improve some aspects of co cognition. Um, it, helps, it may help to re uh, reverse the course of aging, for example, in your neurons. So select blueberries that are firm and uniform in color, um, they should be free of moisture, which can cause them to mold and spoil easily. Um, another one is plums. Plums are, you know, they have purple uh, pigmentation in them, so you can definitely uh, have plums in your diet. Also, I'm thinking blackberries, because they're really almost dark, dark, dark purple. Um, and you can also include figs into your diet. When you think about vegetables, um, I'm thinking about purple cauliflower, eggplant, you can choose purple kale. Um, and purple stem kales have more health promoting compounds than other varieties, including higher levels of phenolic acids and flavonoids compared to the green stem. And so I've heard, you know, Dr. Deanna talk about when you go into the supermarket and you see purple varieties of vegetables, definitely choose the purple ones first because they are not only more rare but they contain a higher level of nutrients and antioxidants that you would want. Um, also if you are choosing potatoes I always tend to choose either sweet potatoes or the purple varieties because purple uh, potatoes are a good source of antioxidant nutrients like vitamin C and anthocyanins. Um, they can also contain you know other phenols that are beneficiary for brain health um, for example, they are rich in vitamin B6, and vitamin B6 is amazing for um, detoxification, but also plays a role in brain cell and nervous system activity, 
which is involved in production of serotonin and dopamine, which is really, really important for stabilization of moods. For example, like, you know, you don't want to be fluctuating between really, really anxious and really, really depressed. So um, having these blue and purple foods can really help to, uh, with your mood imbalances as well. Whew. And so the last one here we're talking about is white foods. And white foods, we are associating it with detoxification. Detoxification is really important. You know, your liver is your primary organ of detoxification. And so when we think about white foods, we're thinking about uh, foods that can help to support your liver. So white foods that help to uh, support detoxification include cauliflower, includes um, you know, uh, garlic, for example, they can all have antioxidant properties that can benefit the liver and the kidneys. For example, garlic is a rich source of organosulfur. It has anti-inflammatory, antioxidant, and it really helps to protect the liver um, from too much oxidative stress. And you want to buy fresh garlic because it's a lot more flavorful and it provides maximum nutritional um, benefits. Um, I've also said that, you know, cauliflower is a rich source of glucosinolates, which are phytonutrients that can have antioxidant and anti-cancer activity. And all of this, you know, it really helps the detoxification process in your liver. So try to think about having cauliflower into your life. I know it's a whole trend now. Everything's about cauliflower rice and cauliflower pizza crust and whatever. But I really just like the old-fashioned way of just roasting cauliflower you know, get the white and the purple ones, roast them with some broccoli or Brussels sprouts, um, and that can really be a big source of B vitamins into your diet as well. And other white foods that you might be thinking about are turnips, parsnips, onions, and also coconut oil. And I'm so glad that coconut oil is a source of white because coconut oil is um, a good source of oil to use in your cooking. Um, I know it has a very, very rich, intense coconut flavor but if you're able to use it definitely use it instead of vegetable oils which are very pro-inflammatory to your diet um, and just a sidetrack here other oils that you can use in your cooking are avocado oil and um, uh, olive oil for, for sure so those are all the colors that you should be incorporating into your diet I know it's a lot I'm actually going to post um, a real quick article to all these kinds of diets from uh, all these kinds of foods from Dr. Deanna's blog and also I'm going to post a link where you can download a free PDF of like a food wheel so that you know what kind of foods to incorporate into your diet and for which organ system and of course I always you know choose to have a diversity rather than just focus on one specific food group um, you know that's just a normal like a sustainable habit and so you know just try to um, widen or expand your mindset around food try out different things different ways of cooking them even try to taste what the different colors taste like you know what's the difference between a white cauliflower and a purple cauliflower is the purple one sweeter for example um, you can really just experiment with that 
And so that is all for today. Um, that is how we're going to be eating the rainbow for a healthier plate. Um, I always tell my clients when you look at your plate, just look at it like what color is it missing? Is it always brown? Are you always charring your meats or heating them to a point where they're just black or brown? And if you're you know, seeing that to the extent, try to um, cut back on cooking your meats too much. Um, you know, do it on light, low heat. Adding some vegetables for that color and hopefully over time you will see your body improve through your gut. Um, and that's all for today. So stay tuned for next Tuesday. I'll be going live every Tuesday here in the group at 11am PST. Try to join live if possible and ask me any questions.